patience. I know you're dying to hear about my miraculous escape from the last podcast. And let me tell you about that straight away after the morning announcement. Doctors are reminded to wash their hands. Hands can be placed on the rack in the kitchen and will be put through the dishwasher after the breakfast rush. Remember to tag cursed hands so they can be separated away from the cutlery drawer. No one likes stabby cursed hands. Boffo's coffee is trying a new special blend. He mixes coffee with milk. He's calling it the Milfy. If you're feeling particularly experimental, why not try it warmed up and get a hot Milfy? The price, as ever, is subject to your understanding of economic principles. The missing Mrs. Franks, last seen haunting the X-ray machine, made a brief appearance in a bowl of Alpha Betty spaghetti. At least, we assume it was her. The letters spelled out Mars Frax, which we think is close enough. That's it for the morning announcement. Keep walking forward. Never look behind. So, last time you heard from me, I was tied to a chair, recovering from the clown invasion. I was waiting for Jean, head of staff, to relinquish me of my day duties, and it was turning into night. Patience, I'd heard horrors of what happens in the London hospital during the night shift, and entirely some of them were true. First of all, the lights dim. You can barely see from one end of a corridor to the other, then pulsating music begins to rise as though through the floor itself Drum beats and blips and a vocoded teenager wailing about her baby, baby, baby. A man in a waistcoat appears spinning a shiny pot that might be a funeral urn. There is liquid inside. He pours it out into a frosted glass decorated with an umbrella and then asks you to pay thirteen pounds for it. Thirteen pounds. A lady removed my jacket and gave me a raffle ticket in exchange, but with no indication of what the prize might be. I try to roll my chair back into the studio, but the floor has become impossibly sticky. What? was happening, Patience. I could not say. None of it made sense. I had almost given up hope when a mass of women, like one unit but with six heads, 
came crashing through the swinging doors. Every head featured bouncing, glittery phalluses, and there was one giant tutu encircling their middle. They came charging down the corridor, and I feared I would be crushed. The many-headed and penised mass bowled me over, and the chair beneath me cracked on the floor. They moved on past, with a battle cry of, Shots! 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 I heard no shots, but now I was free of the chair and my bonds. Jean, head of staff, would not be happy about the broken chair, so I resolved to fill in a damage report form immediately. They are kept in Jean's office, so I slipped away from the waistcoated man who was now asking me if I'd like a margarita. And although I was hungry and pizza sounded good, I had only damage reports on my mind. There was no sign of whatever had been making those honking, hacking noises in Jean, head of staff's office. So I started rummaging through the filing cabinet for the appropriate forms. I sat at her desk to get some purchase for my pen, and that's when I saw it. Jean, head of staff's head, was in the waste bin. Oh, and her dismembered body was nearby and there was blood all over the walls and ceiling. And now time for some music. Here's local band Tottenham Trumpets Strumpets with Boobs of Brass. I don't want to linger on the gruesome details of Jean's dismemberment at the hands of a criminally insane clown while I was doing a radio show next door. So let's skip ahead an hour or so to the lab of Dr. Bollyox. The moment I found our head's head, I knew who to ask for help. Our resident alternative therapies expert, Dr. Bollyox. I was fairly certain that decapitation couldn't be solved with conventional medicine. But what about homeopathy? And so that's how Jean, head of staff, ended up in a large jar. The curving glass did make her nose look big, but I didn't tell her that, because she had enough to deal with. Using a simple application of herbs and spices or water or something, Dr. Bollyox was able to partially revive Jean. She complained that she couldn't feel her legs, but was otherwise okay. We explained that she was just a head in a jar, for something like the twelfth time, but it didn't seem to be sinking in. I dropped a couple of grapes into Jean's briny home. 
and that seemed to settle her concerns for the time being. And that pretty much brings us up to date. So, Jean's back in her office, sitting on the table and doing a stock take of the bandages. So no real harm done. Speaking of harm, here's a word from our sponsors, Fractal Pharmaceuticals. Ever thought of laser eye surgery? Of course you have. That's why you're hearing this advert. It's called targeted marketing, and nothing hits the target quite like Fractal Pharmaceuticals Laser Gaze. Laser Gaze hits its target a significant number of times and comes in two settings, Stun and Kill. Disclaimer, stunning may sometimes result in death. Choose from three fabulous colours, Deadly Red, Deadly Green, and Puce. Why not give Laser Gaze as a present to your grandma this holiday season, and watch with delight as her knitting goes up in flames. <laughs> Old people and technology. Buy Laser Gaze now and it comes with a free trial of Lazy Gaze. For 30 days, a gay man will sit on your sofa and ask you to make them a cup of tea. Shoot to kill with Laser Gaze. Look over there, what's that? Oh, never mind, it's dead now anyway. And now time for some music. Here's local band Notting Hill New Rave with Literary reference number 46 in neon. Staff announcement. This is a staff announcement. The head of the head of staff, Jean, has proclaimed that people should stop dropping fish food into her jar. She says that breadcrumbs are also unwelcome, as she is not a duck. If anyone is passing in the next half an hour, she quite fancies a burrito. But please remove the foil first, as she has no hands. Also, can anyone do a double shift on Thursday? To be clear, Thursday is happening twice this week, as it is the new Friday. Friday has been placed in suspension until such time as it can be reallocated. Time once again to visit our regular History of London Hospital segment. And this week, we're going back to the gin craze of the early 18th century, as depicted in Hogarth's satirical drawing, Gin Lane. It is reported that London had its only period of decline in the birth rates at this time, as everyone was so shit-faced. But what's the truth behind this golden age of no stinky gross babies? There are clues within the London Hospital archives. When Parliament passed an act trying to ban the sale of gin, common people on the streets realised they could still get squiffy if they only renamed the gin to be called Mother's Ruin. But of course... 
A simple name change didn't affect anyone's reproductive capabilities. No. This is just the factual setup before things get weird. Parliament, realising their mistakes, laid on a succession of acts to further suppress gin drinking. Or jinking, if you will. The population rioted, and the Prime Minister said, Don't get your knickers in a twist. The first recorded usage of this phrase, in fact. In protest, people did in fact twist their knickers, and parade around Whitehall with strangely bulging buttocks, testicular torsion, and icky vaginas. The London Hospital Archives report that there were 94,000 cases of twisted knicker-related injuries that sustained permanent reproductive damage. And so there you have it. It wasn't the gin that directly caused a drop in birth rates. It was taking idioms too seriously. And as we all know, that's why Roy Walker and Mr. Chips of the TV show Catchphrase were publicly hanged. Please, please, do not say what you see. One last tune before I have to go. This is a local band called Piccadilly Circus Berserkers with Eros Blew My Horn. Harry, our social media intern, wants me to ask people to Instagram photos of any suspicious moles they might have for next week's awareness event. If you have a mole that wasn't there before, chances are he's there to sell your secrets to the Russians. Use the hashtag SuspiciousMoles and try our singing Elvis emoji feature, where he now sings Suspicious Moles to the tune of Suspicious Minds. There's more of this, but I think you get it. You know, with Jean now a head in a jar, I'm no longer tied to my chair. Jean tells me that although she is quite adept at loosening bonds with her teeth, it is more difficult to tie them. So, patience, I think the main takeaway of this whole escapade is that I am now trusted enough as a member of staff to be left at my desk untethered. This old hospital is really starting to feel like home.